I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from Genesis 2.23. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. Genesis 2.23. Today on the Hunting Dog Public Podcast, we got Mr. Darren Allgood. Mr. Darren, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. Uh, I'm from southern Indiana, Lawrence County, down in the hills. Right. How'd you get your start fooling with dogs? My grandpa was a was a coon hunter, and I just growed up with uncles and, and family that coon hunted, and I've had dogs probably since I was, I think, seven, eight years old. Right. So did you did you start out with curves, or did you, you know, did you start hunting with other, you know, what? Uh, curves and crossbreds. I'll be dang. Uh, then I went to, I hunted some walker dogs for a while. I was big into some of the tap English dogs and had a couple plot dogs that I'd run at stud for years. And I've, I've kind of been back, bounced back around on everything. Right. What did, uh, so you said, you know, English and crossbreeds. Uh, did you ever have any that, you know, that was notable that you, you know, you really, really liked? Yeah. Um, I've done quite a bit of winning with a little English female uh, named Firebug. Uh, me and I had a plot dog that I've done a lot of winning with called Coon Pushing Dozer. Right. What? Uh, so, and and that's how you you started hunting those. And did you like? Could you? Did you like one or the other better, or or you just hunted a good dog? That's what you were looking for. I, I, I want to hunt a good dog, but my. I, I love the brittle dogs. I just, cur hound, I want a brittle. That's right. So I'm assuming that that's how you, you know, you you got your start in the in the mountain cur. So actually, what did, uh, how did you, what was your first mountain cur dog? Well, when I made the switch from hounds to curs, I had just gotten divorced and got custody of my two kids. Okay. I could I could squirrel hunt with the curs in the day, and and the boys could keep up with me at night hunting the cur dogs, and that gave me a way to still hunt. Right. So you could you could you could still that's the you know and that's kind of the the situation I'm in right now. You know I've always you know I started out coon hunting obviously, but then we went to the when my son was small I I started squirrel hunting in the competitions but then now it's gotten to where sports and school and all that keeps me so bound up that if i'm gonna run a dog i'm gonna have to go have to be at night so i'm kind of making that switch now to to hunting some at night so i kind of get 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 what you're saying so i guess tell us uh go ahead i'm sorry the, the cur dog kind of, kind of allowed me, if I had some time in the daytime, I could squirrel hunt. If, if The boys, they would be young, and they could, we'd go hunting, and I would just road hunt the cur dogs. That way, if they, you know, when they got treed, they wouldn't pour off the road, and we could go to them. And it just gave me a way when they was young to keep hunting. That's right. And, and you know, and I get that, because 
that's that's basically again that's why i'm i'm you know what i want to do is you know i'm I'm always full with dogs but you know it's just sometimes you gotta i guess change your <laughs> change what you're hunting the game to 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 keep fooling with them but uh well let's uh let's move into some of your um your your cur dogs how you you know your i guess short do you did you know the shorter mountain curves i guess is what i'm getting at what did you uh-huh. what was your first one of those that you that you really really like we bought a female off mountain jacks yes sir he was out of mountain jackson and canaster bread and was a real little coon dog from from there we bought a dog called thunder buddy which was a litter mate to alan franklin's king bud right and he was a real coon dog he got to getting old, and we 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 had an opportunity to buy Rip off Scott Oney when he was about four, 13, 14 months old. Right. And that's where we've been from there on, just hunting Rip. I've got some daughters, a son, and some granddaughters to him here. That's right. Well, I remember old Scott. He uh he used to, you know, I actually remember, you know, Rip, you know, when he was young. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, well, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Rip. You know, that's kind of how you got your, I guess that, you know, is that the first world hunt, world, world dog you, you won with, the cur dog? Yes. Yep, that was the first dog I'd ever won any world title with. Well, cool. Let's hear, let's hear, you know, a little bit about him when you got your start and stuff with him and how he finished out for you and stuff. Um rip was started really good when we got him we just kind of put the fine tune on him and we spent the whole summer me or one of the young boys here in the neighborhood we kept him in the woods every night all summer long before he won the world hunt he didn't miss a night just i had a lot of help that's right and he was just had turned two years old when we took him to jamestown and won won the world hunt that year Two years old. It was two years old. Now, both, t- both both times I've won the world hunt down there was with a two year old. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty handy there. What did? Uh, what is Rip? What did he? What's he out of? He's out of Hummer and a Briar Mountain Rebel female. Briar Mountain Rebel. What? Uh. I, I, go ahead. Sorry. I kind of it's. I kind of like that older new. Uh, Older and new blood mixed together works out good for me. That's right. So you kind of like the the Hummer stuff uh, crossed over some other stuff. Yes, sir. I like you know kind of over to Woody Huntsman stock, and it just seems to work. Right. Well, you've had success, especially making coon dogs. You know, out of these curves. Uh, do you do you do you hunt your your these dogs during the day also? Yeah, the the only one I don't hunt during the day is my jet female. I I'm not man enough to go squirrel hunting with her. <laughs> will she get out she, of here? She will get out of here. She'll go like a hound if it takes her to. That's right. Especially on bad days if they ain't moving, huh? Mm, I, I I quit squirrel hunting her at nine months old. I decided that was too much dog for me to squirrel hunt. <laughs> she sounds like the right kind. Anyway, she got a good mouth. She's got a good mouth. She she is the right kind. But now, with that being said, she got heartworms a couple years ago, and 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 she's she's never been the same dog. Man, that's terrible. I'm, she'll have some she'll have some really good nights that she is, but she'll have some nights you just you can tell she just ain't into it. That's right. That's right. Well, 
it, it you know we try everything we can to prevent heartworms and stuff and you know if you miss one month or one dose or something like that it's you know sometimes it just plagues them you know it, you just get 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 it i i had her on on treatment but come to find out my 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 stuff was a little over a year old and it got weak and she got them man that's yes. terrible you just don't never know man no no that's for sure what did uh, you, go ahead go no you go ahead i'm sorry i was just wondering you know like so uh you you hunt your you hunt your nighttime dogs during the day so you can i mean that's obviously the combo dog that's what you know curs are mostly known for or in my opinion you know that's what sets them apart for from the from the hound and you know other lines of dogs what does uh so when you you, you know just kind of transitioning back to rip what did uh when you when you did y'all go, did you already know know who he was before you got him or did you go and you know y'all meet scott and was like hey you know, are we interested in in Rip? Can we try him, or how'd that go about? Well, we we got friends with Scott, like everybody else, off Facebook, and it watched him with Rip. And one night, uh, me and Brian Napier was going to go hunting with Bill Clark down in Lagoda, Indiana, and Scott came along and brought Rip. He was, I think, Rip was about twelve months old then. And, man, he put on a good show. He got off and treated three coons by himself. We had him and old Thunder Buddy. And I was impressed with Rip. And a couple months later, Scott contacted me and offered to sell him to me. So me and Brian Napier went to Scott's and hunted him one more time and decided I just, that's what I wanted. Right. That's what, you know, he, he was the kind that you were looking for. He was the kind I was looking for. Well once you uh once you find the right kind you know it uh it's hard you know you know what you want so you get him bought and then do you instantly y'all just start tuning on him a little bit and then you when, when do you take him to his first hunt i bought him in about may and like i said we we somebody in the neighborhood kept him in the woods every night until the hunt down at jamestown that year we just we we just went to hunting him and giving him meat Right, you just kept, <laughs> y'all just kept knocking uh, coons out to him, huh? We, we we had him and an English female, my buddies, and we just we just hunted them every night. Just. how was he compared to? I mean, you said you, you know, you hunted, you hunted hounds. You know, obviously, I'm guessing he don't. He's he's not a open mouth dog, is he on coon track? If if he opens on coon track, he's he's just a few feet behind it. I I have seen him. I, one night I seen him run a coon for three hours in a great big cornfield, and we seen the coon cross the blacktop road four or five times, and Rip wouldn't be ten foot behind it. But other than that, he's going to be still mouth. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, he'll open when he's looking at it pretty much. If he's if if he thinks he's about to catch it, he'll get to open it a little bit. But that's it. I mean, any other time, he's just going to be stone still. Nice, nice. So I'm guessing, did the English dog that y'all were hunting against, did it, she open? Yes, she opened, she opened quite a bit. Nice, nice. Uh, so you knew right then that, I mean, because obviously she was a, a, a coon dog. Uh, you knew right then that, you know, you could compete in this, uh, in these competitions or whatnot with him. Right. Uh, what? <clears throat> When we had him before the world hunts, 
I hired Scott one one night, and we hunted him in a 12-dog CHKC shootout, uh, and he was only curd, and the rest was hounds. And and we won that night, and from then on, we just kind of, we, we just kept, somebody was pushing him. Right. So he looked good against, I mean, you hunted him against hounds, and I mean, before the, I guess before you went to the, you know, won the 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 OMCBA uh, world hunt up. Did you ever PKC him or anything like that? Uh, Scott did. Scott had won. He had won. I'm I, I'm thinking he'd won two, maybe three, over at Cross Plains Indiana Club with Rip when he was younger. Before I bought him. Right. Oh, he he had been in some PKC, but he's. He doesn't show up because he was registered as a crossbred. I don't know why they did it that way instead of a mountain cur. Dang, that's crazy. Which, you know, I guess, you know, back years ago, that's how they registered in UKC too, I guess, huh? Uh, you know, I, they must have because the Piper female out of rip, she she won quite a bit in PKC, and she was registered as a crossbred. So I, I, I don't have an answer on that one. That's right. That's right. Well... Back to the, you know, so when you got him, y'all was putting, you know, a pile. I mean, he was getting the crap hunted out of him, and uh, y'all just started. So when did you, when did you actually? So you put they, you won the uh, CHKC uh, deal, or Scott did handled him, and uh, when did you start putting him in the OMCBA stuff? Uh, Jamestown, the year we won the world hunt, was the first OMCBA hunt he'd been in. Well, let's talk about that hunt when you get there, who you draw and stuff like that. Okay. It, the first night, I draw, draw my friend, Alan Franklin, and I can't think of this other guy's name, but I'm sure a bunch of people will know him. He had the Huckleberry dog. I can't remember his name. He was from Ohio, but I drove them to the first night. Um, we got got out on one of them mountains down there in Tennessee and went around a little cornfield, and, and Alan's dog and the Huckleberry dog, they got real deep. It ripped and treated the tree. In the time got them, they didn't get back in time. So Rip got by the first night on a den tree down there. Gotcha. That put us to the second night. Second night, we drawed ammo and a dog from Ohio that I cannot remember. I cannot remember his name. Um, ammo had got out of pocket down there looking for a coon, and Rip kind of just hunted around us and, and actually had treed. I'll never forget it. He fell treed about 15 foot behind the cast. And I treat him on the first bark. And Samuel Green got on to him. He said, boy, you're in a little bit of a hurry. And we turned around. He had a double. Happy day. And we turned back loose. And he made another den tree. And the hunt got over. And, and we never did get ammo found that night. And he come in later on in the cast. Huh. I'm sure ammo went looking for a coon somewhere down there. Right. And he was, uh, he, you know, I've heard good things about him for sure. Yeah, he was a coon dog. That's right. That's right. So that did that. So that second night when you got by ammo, and the you said you didn't remember the other dog, but uh, so that's what that that what year was that? Uh, 2015. 15. That's the year you won it. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. So you come back. So that was the final. That's what. That's that's the dogs that you won in the for or you seen in the final cast. Yes, sir. That's yes, right. sir. That's what I was thinking. I remember that, that, and that, that was the funnest cast I've ever been on. Brother Edwards was on it. Samuel Green, Clark, Ma Clark Matthews. It was just, we had a big old time. 
That's right. Them some good guys you name there. Most of the people will tell you that's ever drawn me, you're at least going to have a good time. If I'm not having fun carrying on, I'm not going to do it. I just, I like to have a big old time. That's how I am, man. I don't like to, I mean, I, yeah, we're all there to win, don't get me wrong. But I like to, I like to shoot the junk and I like to pick and play. You know, I know there's a time to, 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 to be serious and stuff, you know, but man, if it's got to be as serious as a lot of, it, not a lot, I shouldn't say that. Some people make it, man, I ain't going to do it. I just ain't, I'm not going to do it if I, if I get so worked up that, you know, it's not fun to me, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm the same way. I want to have a good time. That's right. Cause we, you know, we drive to these things and heck, I, the most part, I mean, I'll get up and get there early just so I can shoot the junk with people. You know, I like to, I like to talk and fellowship and all that. And that's as fun to me as, as, as the hunting. We laughed up early on that mountain that night to the point my ribs hurt. I, I couldn't take no more. We just had a blast. <laughs> yeah, I bet you they kept you brother. And I've had brother on. I've had Samuel on. Uh, so, yeah, I've talked to those guys. Shoot, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 they're really good guys. So what did you, after the 2015 World Championship, what did you, uh, so did y'all go back and, did you ever put him in any squirrel hunts during the day? Rip, he's been in one squirrel hunt in his life, and that was two years ago. He was, so he was now oh, eight years old then, but that's the only squirrel hunt I'd ever put him in. Once we won the world hunt with him down there, I didn't competition hunt him a whole lot. We'd put him in a couple NKCs and, I just kind of started using him to train pups with. Right. So, but you, he, he won two world championships, right? No, Rip won one. Okay. I won it in, I won it in two, 2020, but that was with my jet female out of ammo. That's right. That's the one that you said you don't want to squirrel hunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, 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 these hills and her just, I don't get along with that squirrel hunting. <laughs> so uh so after after his you know big win there in 2015 you just kind of used him to 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 push and and start pups with huh and breed um uh, i we've raised several litters out of him he's kept us he's kept us in young dogs since 2015 what uh you got but he, he loves pups that he is i i hope to have another one like him someday he's the best i've ever had pups he wants a pup to go with him and he'll make a pup go he'll try until he gets them to go with him really so he'll just keep he'll go and mess with them and tell them come on yep he'll take off and come back and run a circle around them and he will talk them into going and that's a that so it makes it pretty easy for you for you to get them started huh it helps a whole bunch <laughs> that ain't no doubt they obviously gotta have it you know the want to do it but it sure makes it nice if you got some help there with him. What uh? Yes, sir. Well, what about so after after that? Obviously, you, you you're uh training pups and stuff. What was your next dog? What did you start hunting after him? Well, I hunted several young dogs out of him, but the jet female was probably my next thing. That was going to be a keeper. That was going to stay here. Well, let's talk. And, little, and she, yeah, let's talk a little bit okay. about her, how she bred and all that. She is out at out of tree knocking ammo in a Gary Salmon's Kentucky Kentucky Fire Sparkles is what he calls her, and she is a 
uh, tree knocking Mike bred female. She's out of the big man Oz dog. Right. I've heard of him. What she, did... she, she has been a barrel of fun. She, you can, you can, you can compete with the hounds with jet or you can compete with the curves with jet. She don't care which she, she's good either way. She don't mind, huh? She can, she'll, does she go her own? I mean, is she pretty much independent? Yes. Very independent. She's in, if you put her, if she has to get in her deep, she will, but she'll trim around you too. But she, she's going to be by herself. She's a real quick dog to call treats. She's got a locate that you can, I mean, you can just slam her on. Really? So she's got a, a good locate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What did you, now she's out of, she, you said she was out of ammo and a tree knocking mic female. Yeah. Oh, uh, out of the, yes. yeah, that's right. That's right. What, um. So how, like, how soon did she like when you? I mean, I guess you obviously raised her from a pup, huh? Yeah, I bought her when she was about three and a half months old. Uh, I I, I squirrel hunted her the first year, and she was she was doing a real good job, and but she just got to really getting too far for me. Mm-hmm. Down down here in these hills, they're in there nine hundred yards. It's it's a chore. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I bet it is. So we I went to coon hunting her the first. The, her first season, and from then on, she she's just been my 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 main coon dog, really. Really, so you uh, you started competition hunting her. At what how old was she when you put her in her first competition? Two, she she was two years old. Her first one was down at Jamestown too. I'll be dang at the World Hunt. So who'd you? Let's talk about that. Who'd you draw your first round there? Oh, the first night I drawed um, a, a young lady that was handling. Uh, Clifton Robertson's newt dog, and I drawed the diesel dog. Uh, can't think of that guy's name. But I, I, I drawed them two males the first night down there. Uh, we cut loose right off the bat. Everything went left, and Jet went right, and she caught a coon on the ground probably the first 15 minutes in the cast. And I think maybe Newt got in there and got it, got her covered on that one. Then then we made another dump, and they got up in the mountains, and she had first and first again. And Newt and the diesel dog were split treat, and they had a coon. Bobby dog. And that, that, that got us through the first round. And then, uh, then so you got by, so you, you, you had Newt and diesel. Newt and diesel, yes, sir. That's right. And then you got by, you had, uh, so you, you, y'all go back, and the next night, who do you draw? Next night, I draw... Clifton Robertson in in uh, Abbey Dog, and I drawed the Sandman, the tree styling Sandman dog. Right, how'd that cast go? Um, it was a it was a really nasty night. It was pouring down rain and windy. It was a terrible night. Uh, first dump we went in there. Uh, the Sandman dog, he, he took a minus. He treated even. He didn't stick. And then Newt. Or, I'm sorry, Abby and, and Jet, they got in there and treed in the opening of a little cave. So, you know, we all pretty well circled up there. And then we went down there. I, I'm sure you probably know where the gravel pit is down there at Jamestown. Okay. We went up on the mountain behind that. And it was it was just a cut over sure mountain. He cut them down it. Um, they'd all got treed on a den, got circled up. And about the last 10 minutes of the hunt, Jed had dropped in there real deep. I was just, I was sick to my stomach. She was in there so deep. 
but she got treating about the last five minutes and went down there and she had a coon in a, in a, in a brush pile. It had, it, it was one tree in a, in a, where they pushed up a bunch of treetops. There was one tree standing and the coon was up it and she was standing in that brush pile treat on it. Y'all didn't have to look very hard for that one, huh? Um, I, the boy that hunts a sandman dog and I can't think of his name right now. He, he, he actually helped me out. I'm an old guy. I couldn't even get into the brush pile to get her. And he seen the coon before we even could get around the brush pile and yelled out. She's got it. And, so that's... Then, then we spent the next two hours trying to get back up that mountain. <laughs> hey guys, we've teamed up with Light Boots. They have the lightest 16-inch waterproof boot ever made. They have a one-piece injection mold design which increases durability. Some people say they are like walking on a cloud. All I know is if it ain't light, it ain't right. Go check them out at Light Boots, L-I-T-E-B-O-O-T-S dot com. And they gave us a discount code for 10% off, T-H-D-P-10. Y'all go check them out. Okay, the second night, I draw Clifton Robertson and Abby in the Sandman dog. Um, I cannot think the tree style and Sandman. I can't think of the boy's name right now. Uh, it was a pen is a miserable rain and pouring wind blowing night. First dump we made, uh, the Sandman had drawn a minus, a first tree minus, uh, Abby and Jed had, had got split and they was treated in the opening of a little cave. So they got circled up and then, then we had to kind of move the cast and they took us over on, I think what they call the gravel pit and turned us down one of them mountains there. Everything had got went down there and got treed. They was all in the ground. So everything got, got circled and we had maybe 30 minutes or so left and recut. Next thing you know, I'm looking at my Garmin and Jed is just way, way, way through there. About 10, 11 minutes left in the hunt, she felt her eat. So we headed to her. When we got down to her, she was in a great big treetop where they had logged and pushed a bunch of tops up. And there was one tree in it. And the coon was up that tree, and she was up in that, that treetop pile and had it. Well, that's nice. Oh, it's just some tough hunting there is what, you know, I've always been told. I've never had the, you know, the the opportunity to to hunt Jamestown. I've always wanted to, and I will before, you know, especially if I can ever slow down with kids' sports and stuff. I'm not trying to rush that, but at the end of the day, I do want to get up there, and I've hunted other world hunts. I just have not, you know, had the chance to go to Jamestown, but I heard that it is... It is just the mountains, just what it is. <laughs> the, the 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 night there with Jed on the final cast is the worst I'd ever been down there. I, you couldn't pay me to go back over the side of that mountain. <laughs> that was a that was a chore, huh? That was a chore. Going over it wasn't as near as bad as the getting back to the truck coming up it. Well, we uh, I've hunted LBL, you know, and those are just little old hills compared to to that. I'm assuming, um, but, whoo, man, a big boy like myself, man, I was I was whooped at the NSD World Hunt, you know, hunting them hills and stuff. 
I tell you, though, you know, like I was saying, we're from, you know, I'm, it's predominantly flat here. And, you know, I'm from Mississippi. I'm actually in the Delta right now, and it's really flat, you know. Um, I feel like if you, you know, the guys that do hunt there, they're going to have a, a dog that's in a lot better shape for sure that can, you know, that's running them heels and stuff than what than what I've uh, what I've got. Uh, you know, I guess I could you know hunt mine you know two times as much or whatever but um at the end of the day man big you know shout out to the guys that hunt and live around jamestown you know that 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 condition a dog in them hills and mountains like it because that's uh that's definitely uh that's way you know that's way harder than what we have to do because i mean i'm just like i said i'm looking at this this ground out here and i mean you can see 30 miles across these fields you know it's just crazy how far you can see here and i mean you can't see you know them them hills and mountains there in jamestown that's that's got to be pretty pretty tough there it it, it takes a different dog in my opinion that a different hunting style dog to go from the flatland to the hills I'm, I'm 61 years old now i need to move where you are because i can't hardly hack these hills up here let alone them mountains down there well, and, you know, I was thinking about that, you know. So what is your opinion? Like, just say, I mean, I feel like a dog that's, you know, that that's hunted there, you know, if they come to the Mississippi Delta, I mean, do they do they tend to get deeper because they, you know, it's so flat and they can just get out of here? Or what do you think? I'm just kind of curious as to. In my opinion, I'm going to go the other way. I can tell you the difference. Like, like my dogs have to hunt the hills. It's a different hunting style. You get a dog that hunts flat ground, you know, they want to, they, they want to cover, cover grounds, run fence rows. Dogs that's been hunted in the hills, they're looking to hunt up and down hollers. If that, you know, makes any sense. They're, 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 they're not going to straight line it. They're going to go down a holler, come back up a ridge, go back down a holler to where a dog that hunts in the flatland, they're going to, cut through there and look for game right so i'm just wondering like i mean does your line of does your does them dogs that you're hunting uh, you know out of rip and all them do they are they head up you know that's basically how they hunt is head up right head up yeah yeah that's the kind of dog i like to hunt i you know i'm not how do i say this I, you know it, my style my preference i like a dog a big winding dog a big nose dog that you know that don't have to that can run through there and and get treed you know i don't man i'm not so much as on on the track stuff you know it, I, if that's it, the kind of dog i like well you know it, and, and i don't mind a track dog as long as it's running with his head in there you know <laughs> right now you know we went like like when our corn corn field races and stuff yeah my cur dogs are going to get out there and run track they may not be open and they may open every great once in a while but for the biggest percentage of the time my dogs are going to be winding they're they're just they're they're going to wind that's right and you know i see i see dogs that that do get bogged down and stuff like that on tracks and i just man i don't know i that's just not my style i'll say that i like them running with that nose up that's it you know just when you cut them loose they just take off through the woods 
you know, looking for game that's, you know, with their, like I said, you know, if they put their head down, you know, a little bit, you know, that don't bother me. You know, I call it like, you know, when you've got puppies, when you're starting a puppy, a puppy predominantly is go, you know, have his nose on the ground because it's trying to figure out what, what, what it's doing, you know. But, you right. know, after a while, that thing better pick his head up, you know, and start, you know, drifting, drifting them tracks and, and uh, finding game. But uh, anyway, well, what, uh, so what about your, uh, so are you still hunting her? The Jet female. Yep, Jet, you're still yep. hunting her and how old is yes, she? Yes, sir. I, Jet is five years old. Right, she's a five-year-old and have you bred her to anything? Yes, um, we bred her to my old heavy dog. Uh, old heavy, he's out of rip and my old bell female. Okay. And then we just just bred her this summer. We finally got her bred to rip and got three pups. So heavy. What is yes, sir? Is it what? What's it? Do do they call him something else? I, old heavy is what I call oh, him. Gotcha. I just. And did you did you hunt him? Yeah, I, I own him. I, he was he was born here out of out of Ripon Bell. And I sold him to Brian Napier as a pup, and then Brian allowed me to buy him back after Bella died. Now, how is, is he a pretty nice dog, coon dog? Heavy is. He, he's a real nice coon dog, a real nice squirrel dog. Now, Heavy is not a competition dog. I, I don't know how to explain this, but I, the best I can tell you, the only hole Heavy's got is he loves me too much. <laughs> I, I've never had a dog like it, but he he he's too worried about me to 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 ever be a great competition dog. I, I I just that's the only way I know to explain it. If if I would hand you my dog lead with heavy and I try to walk off, you're not going to hold him. He's going to get away from you to get to me. He just he just in love with me. So he's a, you. He's not the type of dog that you can say, "Hey, Scott, run! I need you to carry Heavy to a hunt and get him his first or something like that." Because he's probably not gonna hunt for him. Nope, no. He he. If he don't, if I'm not around, he's looking for me. He just. I, I've got two young, two younger guys. They're about 24 years old. They're twin brothers, and they do most of my handling and stuff anymore. And they, they've hunted with Heavy since he was a pup, and they can't hardly take him th without me and do anything. <laughs> he, he dislikes me, and I don't know why, because I ain't that likable. <laughs> but, but, but we bred her, when we bred Jet to Heavy. I've got a real nice female I call Juice out of that cross. And then, like I said, we did get three pups out of Jet and Rip this summer. Nice. So... You did you keep all of them? No, I, I only kept one of them. I, uh, one went to Lane Lane Williams in a uh, Dane, England, out in Oklahoma, the male pup. And then a buddy of mine, Chris Powell, he's got he's got the other female. And I think they're ten weeks old now, eleven weeks old, something like that. They're awful nice. I kept a female I call Zip Tide. I've got her trained on hang-ups and drags and stuff already, and she, she's just crazy over squirrels. Hey, you may get to, you may want to start daytime hunting, which I guess you, you do predominantly when you start puppies, you you start them on squirrels, right? 
Yeah, I, I I squirrel hunt a whole bunch, but I'm I'm not a competition squirrel hunter. I'm not a competition anything at my age. But I do squirrel hunt. I squirrel hunt almost every day. I'm retired. I I I get everything I got starts on squirrels. Now I I coon hunt them too when they're pups. I, I'm not one of these guys that think they just got to be squirrel hunted. My theory every time I take them day or night is one more time closer to, to being finished. That's right. And you know what? I wished I would have started. I wished I'd have thought like that, you know, with with my old dog that that passed. Um, you know, uh-huh. I always heard he was a good coon dog. D Patton told me he was a really good coon dog. Um and I just up until probably six months before he died, that was the only time I ever cut him at night and uh I mean, he, you could cut him, and he that dude. He he would open on track some. He, he didn't do it on during the, during the daytime. I swear, I hunted him mostly. But I mean, he had a big dying ball locate. It was the craziest thing. He sounded just like a hound out there. But uh, I just wished I'd a I'd a I'd a coon hunted him more because uh, I don't know. I enjoy it. But so I got a male dog right now that I'm having trouble. You know, he is. He's the kind that you like, like, like the jet female. She, he will get in there he's really, really quick, as quick as any dog I've had or owned that can get treed. And he finds a lot of squirrels. But if he has to go a ways, you know, got a good mouth. You can, I heard him at 917 yards the other day. But anyway, with that being said, he's got hot feet. I mean, he'll stay there just a minute and then he's gone. And I'm like, dang, you know, I need to get in there and get some squirrel shot out to him. But I was just curious as to maybe I can, maybe, if, you know, if I could turn him out on some corn feeders at night or something, maybe he'll start sticking them coons and then, you know, maybe, tra- you know, start transitioning back to the daytime, too. I don't know. That's just my thinking. In my opinion, a dog like what you're explaining, that's when I go to coon hunting them because. They don't see the coon, you know, they can go under a tree and see a squirrel if, if it's up or if they want to. And the coon, that's not going to timber out like a squirrel. And it gets a dog to learning that, you know, they got to go under a tree and stay. Right. Well, that's kind of my thinking, you know, that's, that, I don't know. I'm all, it's, uh, it's, it's not, so here's this way. I always think, you know, what's it going to hurt? I mean, if he don't start sticking squirrel trees and i'm not ruining him because he's already ruined you see what i'm saying yeah i'm just trying to i don't know i really like him i'd like to uh he's young i'd i'd, I'd like to you know competition squirrel hunting but if uh you know if that don't work then i'll i'll coon hunt him but I'm, i mean i'm seriously thinking about you know taking him coon hunting at night you know seeing how he does for sure turning him out on at least some hot coons you know like some some uh deer season's fixing to come in here in mississippi and you know maybe turn him loose on some some corn piles where these guys got these cell phone cameras now that you know they can tell you hey there's corn there's coons on my feeder right now and that'd be you know you go in there and cut them loose on some hot stuff get get something hot like that and get him stuck and get it out to him a time or two and it's got to help i don't think it can hurt him and even like i said if it does you know if it does make him to where he, you know, he wants to just tree coons, then, I mean, that's what he'll be, you know. Uh, well, that's always kind of how I go with my young dogs. I squirrel hunt them, and I coon hunt them, and you can kind of watch. They'll pick which one they like. Uh, the, some of them will like squirrel hunting better, some like coon hunting better. 
you know, I always heard that, you know, people said, you know, some people, not all people, but they were like, you know, don't shoot no daytime coon down to your dog. He'll want to go to coon hunting, you know, or, you know, they, when you hunt them, you, you know, squirrel dogs go tree coons at, or squirrels at night, you know. So I just was, you know, you didn't ever have any trouble with that. When we first bought Rip, he... He was a little bad to want to treat squirrels at night, but as he aged and matured, he figured the difference between day and night. Now, he he knowed when we was out daytime, we was looking for a squirrel. He knowed when we was nighttime, we was looking for coon. I got, when when we got him and he'd make him squirrel trees, I'd just squall at him and get on to him, tell him to go on, and he finally figured it out. That, you know, hey, we're out here at night, we're looking for coon. When we're out here in the daytime, we're squirrel hunting. But other than Rip, none of these young dogs, I've really had any problems with that. I think it goes back to where I, I start my pups on both at the same time. Hmm. I, I want mine to be smart enough to know if it's dark or if it's daylight out, put it that way. That's right, and they should. You know, they ought to know to, you know, they can obviously tell. But other, other than over Rip when he was young, I really, like I said, I really don't have any trouble with, with them wanting to work squirrels at night or look for coon in the daytime. Now, I'm not saying that mine, you know, come across the coon in the daytime. They're going to tree it. Right. But it, it's not a habit. The way I figured, if they're, if they're tree, they got a coon or a squirrel, I'm happy. So what do you, what did you do, like, you know, is there anything that you do special? Or you just take them and put them in coons? I just, I just take them hunting. I, I, that's the only way I know how to train a dog, just keep going hunting. If they ain't smart enough to figure it out, I, I ain't smart enough to teach them. That's for darn sure. They've got to know. they got to have the desire. That's but right. If I, if anybody asks me a training tip I got is uh, shoe leather. Go. Take them hunting. That, that, that's the only way I know. They don't learn nothing in the pen. That's right. Just put them in the woods, wear a set of boots out, and, you know, keep taking them. Because, you know, it's aggravating if you've got a dog that's, you know, I don't know, when do you start taking your pups to the woods? Uh, I'll start taking them in the daytime, four, four or five months old. And biggest part of these pups we've started off old rip, somewhere between four and seven months, they're going to start treeing in the daytime. Once, once they get to treeing in the daytime, then they get to hitting night shift too. Right. You when you get them started on during the daytime, tree and squirrels or whatever it may be, then that's when you 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 start taking them at night as well. Yep. Yep. I, I do like to start them in the daytime first though. It, it, if I get them to train, if I can get them to train a squirrel ahead of time, it makes it a whole lot easier to get them to want to tree on a coon. That's right. What did uh? yeah what about your i'm trying to think there was another dog so it's who who do you who jet is that's who you're you're uh you know you're fooling with uh well you're fooling with the pups out of jet no they're they're young jet and uh rip rip i've got that i've got a two-year-old female out of jet and old heavy that i call juice mm-hmm and then I've got a, a, a year and a half old female out of out of old Rip and Piper. Piper was was out of Rip and Bell, so I bred Rip back to his daughter. And I got a little female I call okay. Hummingbird out of that cross. So you bred Rip to his uh, a pup out of him. 
So you doubled yes. up on the rip. Yeah. Oh, Piper was was out of Rip and Bell. She was a the same cross as Old Heavy, but but Piper was the first cross, and Old Heavy was the last cross before Bell died. Ah, uh, got you. And Piper, she 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 was raised by Ryan Redwine, which was Scott Oney's neighbor, and Lindsey Bruner, and, and she was uh, had won the 2019 UMC World Coon Hunt. Okay, the U, the UMCA hunt, coon hunt. Yes. Yeah. What was her name? Uh, Piper. Barg's mash owned her at the time she won it. Oh yeah, 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 then, yeah, yeah. You talking about old Roger, Roger Bragg? Yeah, Ro- Roger Bragg's. Yes, right, yes. Right. I'm sorry, I said her own. No, I said I, his dog's name. No, but I do know. Yeah, you know. I remember. I heck, I, I forget about Mash. Mash won a. He won a night hunt. He was a coon dog, wasn't he? I think he didn't. He win the world hunt at Jamestown the year after Rip. I think he did. I really do. I, I, we need to talk to him one day about uh, because I and any and the Piper dog. Uh, yeah, because she's a coon yeah. dog, right? Piper's a real coon dog. She she's in northern Indiana now. A friend of mine, Martin Ingram, owns her now. That's but right. We when I bought Piper, we bred her to to Thunder Sport Demon. The first time and the second time we I bred her back to old Rip. How'd the pups out of Demon come out? Every one of them pups made it. That was a really nice cross. Uh, Justin Hitchens, peanut female, is out of that cross. Okay, yeah. Every 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 one they was six of them pups and every one of them made awful nice dogs. Well, that's uh, that's kind of the. The logic behind it, ain't it? That's what we after. That's what I like. It Piper, Piper seems to be reproducing. She was bred twice. Like I said, once once to demon and once to rip. And in both litters ever pup. By the time they was a year old, they was they was pretty well finished dogs. Dang, and they train coons and squirrel. Coons and squirrel. Now my hummingbird dog, she will treat coons. But she likes to squirrel hunt. She's I think there's little squirrels running around in her brain. She's eat up with squirrels. <laughs> well, when they're when they're like that though, don't it make it just when they got it in between their ears? It sure makes it a lot easier. Cause I mean, it makes it a lot more fun. Whew, man, I fool with some hard-headed jokers. I'm fooling with a hard-headed <laughs> song on right now that you know every one of his litter mates has done something and. You know, I feel like, darn, I'm I'm plagued with with, you know, picking a terrible <laughs> joker. But I don't know. I'm gonna keep on keeping on. He ain't he ain't that he ain't is old. You know, he's not old enough yet. But uh, he sure is. He sure is uh hard headed. I tell you that. I I kind of like that kind of. A lot of times the, the the early starting dog don't make the best dog. I've heard that I- more than once too. I kind of like one that one that's got a little guts behind him. What's the old story? No guts, no glory. Hey, I like it. I like it because this thing is. I guess, you know, I don't calling him hard-headed is not the right word to use. He is, you know, he he obviously he's not scared of the dark. He's not scared of squirrels because I've shown him a squirrel and you know he'll bark and stuff like it. It's just like I don't know. One day he looks all right, and then the next day it's like. Dang man, you don't you don't remember what you did yesterday? 
<laughs> I've had them a bunch of them, Mike, out over my time. Well, I don't know. It just, it sure makes it nice when, you know, everybody obviously wants the the miracle and the and the wonder pup that you throw it out you carry it to the woods the first time and they go to tree and right off the bat and you know it, it, there's no training in that you know that's straight natural ability but uh man i have yet to i've only had one one of those in my whole life and you know she's we're still hunting her so well shoot man we've been at it almost an hour what uh oh what what you got any more uh, dogs that you want to talk about? Which... Yeah, I think we've about, about covered everything I got except except the plot down here that I'm trying to keep hid from everybody. Why are you want to keep the plot hid? Uh, just, just something I wanted to do. I, I, I'm 61 years old and I, I decided I wanted to see if I could train another hound. So is it is the plot, does it go back to some of your old stuff? Out of the dozer and uh, stuff? As a matter of fact, it does. It, it, it's it's in the fifth generation back, but it does go back to old Dozer. Well, he a was good a friend, nice one. Good, a good friend of mine, uh, and you may know him, Bill Sniniger. He gave me this little female, and I, I just got it in my head. I wanted, wanted another one. So she's about 11 months old now, running the tree, and she's got a lot of learning to do, but she's got a whole lot of potential. I'm the same and way. Looks, I'm the same way. I, you know, I got a, I got a dog on a couple hounds now and i ain't had hounds in years you know but i got a couple right now that i'm fooling with just to try to get back to at night time you know just just because i wanted to you know there's nothing nothing wrong with what i had i just wanted something different i don't know it's just I, you know different strokes for different folks uh, exactly I, I thought maybe down the road i would i would cross this plot female on old heavy one day hey there you now you're talking all, all the time i've been around i've been around a long time i've never made a trend cur cross and just decided i might do that someday well you get her going good i'm telling you that would that would definitely work i feel like i feel like uh i feel like that's the so i feel like that's the kind of do you? Well, let me ask you. Do you like a steel mouth dog on on track or 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 open? If I had my preference, I want a dog that'll open as soon as it hits a track, and then shut up and go get treed. That's exactly. That, that's right. my preference. So you want I, it to I, strike the track, you know, get you struck in, and then go on and get it treed. I I would just assume the next time I heard it, you'd be locating and and, and falling treed. That's right. So, not say steel mouth, just tight, tight on the ground. Tight mouth. That's right. Yeah. I've had a, I hunted a line of English dogs years ago that was just like that. They would, you know, she would be, you know, she'd bark as soon as she smelt it the first time. And then, you know, within a minute or so, she'd be, you know, 800 yards with it treed, you know. Uh, that's the kind of, I, d down here in these hills, we have a lot of ground coon. And you take a dog that wants to open, you know, they alert every coon around, and here you come. If you take a dog that's quiet, they'll sneak in on there and get them bushed up. That's right. Well, like I said, we've been at it a while. Uh, anything else you want to cover before we get off here? I sure appreciate you coming on and, and, and talking to dogs and stuff like that. Like I said, you've come, you know, we don't do we do not do a lot of cur coon guys. Uh, and uh you know we're trying to 
we really want to we want to get into do more you know i just don't i personally don't know any uh anymore so that's why i'm uh you know i've done cliff and uh now you so i, I think we're gonna try to try to touch on some uh on some more you know because we we have had some people call and and message or email and ask about the cur hunts you know the cur coon dog hunts and stuff uh-huh the, the, the only other two guys that i know nathan nathan has got the rowdy dog he's a real coon dog and the dairy crow the little female he has the jetta female she's a real coon dog too right i seen her on on there the other day and uh i think she's a she's going to some open hunts right and some of the money hunts and pkc stuff yes yes um we 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 drawed her two weeks ago down here at eleanora uh i didn't i got like i was telling earlier i got two twin brothers that are about 24 and they hunt my dog son for me and in dalton brown he'd hunted jet and draw jetta down at eleanora and my jet looked really stupid and his looked really good really and he, he won down there so how did uh huh so he she looked really good have you been with her or jetta that that was the first night i was with i was with dalton but okay. i just spectated gotcha and she looked like a real dog yes yeah, she stayed by herself and she stayed busy and she got under a coon she got under two coon when, when i was with her we end up with drawing um jet look my jet looked terrible she she just I couldn't after the first hour I couldn't handle no more of that <laughs> I understand man and they look we will dogs will make us look crazy we can talk good about them as much as we want but they will make us flat look crazy won't they that's for sure one thing about it, the dog is if you, the more you brag usually the stupider the dog will look <laughs> <laughs> that's a mouth you've said a mouthful because you could talk to your buddies all week you can you could talk good about these dogs all week and then get to a hunt on saturday and that thing look like crap you know what's what's the famous saying i never seen them do that before that's hey that ain't no lie that is not no lie i ain't never, <laughs> I, I ain't never seen one do that but yeah show ain't but, but i tell you man they make us look crazy a lot of times and I tell you, I've talked to people in the past. You know, you look at these scorecards on on Saturday on the on internet and stuff. You know, I I enjoy looking at what each dog done in each cast and stuff. And you know how many how many squirrels, but uh, or coons. But you know, I mean, if you're not on that cast, you don't know. I mean, you could have you could have walked a dog that's 200 plus versus a dog that's 400 circle. You could have walked them that dog by two squirrels. You know. And then yep. the dog that was 400 circle was out there hunting its heart out, trying to find, you know, gr grub up to. But, you know, you just don't ever know. So, And then until you're walking in that cast, you never know. That's right. That's exactly right. Well, Mr. Darren, I guess we go start winding this thing down. I guess uh, if you ain't got nothing else, I sure appreciate you again. We at the Hunting Dog Public uh we we appreciate you coming on and talking to your dogs and and uh stuff like that if we can ever help you here around mississippi you give us a shout and uh i'll let you know i'll send it to you in a message once it comes out and i'll what i'll do is i'll send you a link it to your message and uh all you gotta you'll have to do is just click on it and if you got an iphone or or uh or something like that you can uh you can listen to it then well i sure appreciate it 
All right, yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Dan, well, if you ain't got nothing else, uh, I'll let you get off of get off here and get back to fooling with your dogs. All right. Hey, you have a good day. Thank you, brother. See you, man. Bye. Bye. Bye.